Hello guys, what's up? You're welcome to the Niger Twitter Drive Podcast. My name is Elvis Kuzmak. They call me the Radio Marpers. And this is Niger Twitter Drive Podcast, a podcast where we talk about the top trends on Nigerian Twitter, the biggest stories, I mean the most controversial conversations on Nigerian Twitter. So what we do here is we come here and talk about the stories, give our different our different perspective and our different opinions about the stories. So you're welcome to this week's episode of Niger Twitter Drive Podcast. I'm glad to have you on board. And we are going to be kicking off very soon. Yes. Yes, this is Niger Twitter Drive Podcast. And we're going to be kicking off with the first with the first trend we have here. The first Twitter trend we have here. Now, this trend is a trend involving Tokimakinwa. So Tokimakinwa was trending on Twitter this week. Now because you all remember about a month ago when Tokimakinwa told us that she bought the house of her dreams at Banana Island at age 35. You know, giving us the slice of motivational talk of how hard work caught her to where she was and how it has not been easy but she worked hard to become who she is. You know, encouraging the young ladies out there to work hard now actually it turned out that this house was not actually bought by her this house was was given to her by her sugar daddy dr festus fadei who is a lagos based oil and gas merchant so the thing here now is sadly this week the house was taken away from Toke by the asset management corporation of nigeria amcon so apparently mr festus fadei was unable to pay his debt to amcon which was about a total of 240 billion naira Due to his inabilities to pay, Amcon took possession of his Pan Ocean Oil Company and its affiliate company and his other properties, which now includes the house that he gave to Tokemakinwa at Banana Island. You know, since this news broke, a lot of people came for Tokemakinwa saying that she's just living a fake life. You understand that all she's living is an audio life because she told us she bought this house herself, but it wasn't actually her that bought the house the house was given to her by somebody else but life played so fast on her and sadly the house has been taken away from her now in a post that i saw this post was made in 2017 now you could see that the you could see where the billionaire's children the billionaire children called out to kemakinwa telling her to leave their father alone the, the children claimed that that their father has been splurging and and, and spending a lot of money on tokemakinwa while he's still owing skybank now tell me what you think about this. Now my question here now is, should we actually call this success? Should we actually call this hard work? You know, when a girl gets her money or gets her her riches and everything she has from, you know, with her body or probably she she's she's a one scale or she got this from her sugar daddy or from a partner. She she doesn't have to be a one scale though. If she got this from a partner, a genuine partner. And she's because and she's rich because she has a rich partner. Should we actually say that this person is a successful, hardworking girl? Should we say that this person is successful and this person is hardworking? So tell me what you think about this story. Use the use the anchor voice voice message app and tell me what you think about the story. Yes. Now moving away from that story to some other story that we have here. So for a while now we all have been clamoring and raising up our placards against rape and calling out calling for justice for rape for rape victims. Now we've using the we've been using the hashtag say no to rape to seek for justice to, to seek justice for rape victims. Now 
this has given a lot of rape victims the, the courage to come out and call out their, their 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 abusers. Now this gave rise to the calling out of Peruzi Zoro Debanch. Debanch took so many twists that even I lost track of what the story was actually and the the, the 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 accuser actually came out to say that she wants her own peace not that she's saying that the band is not guilty but she wants her own peace because the story just got ugly and took so many twists and turns so she said that she's giving up everything and she wants her own peace so she wants she's giving up all her accusations and staying on her own so seeing to this that we've also seen that some so many so many other people around the world like cristiano ronaldo neymar has been falsely accused of rape and after a long while they declared their name so here's the story that broke my heart and i and i really need guys you need you need you guys to share your opinion and perspective to this story i want you to use the anchor voice message i am button to tell me what you think about this story because it's important to me i want to know what you think about this story now earlier this week a young man izu who was wrongly accused of sexual assault committed suicide because he couldn't handle the trauma of the backlash he received on nigerian twitter you know the whole street judgment and the backlash and the trash and we give anybody that we want to drag on twitter now he dropped a whole video of of, of a suicide note and honestly i'll say watching this was one of the most heartbreaking thing i've seen in a long while now he said Izu said that he, he wasn't given the opportunity to to clear out his name. He in his, in his own words he said, In your fight to become the voice of equality, don't silence others. Don't make men enemy out of hate. Now, a lot of people outburst a lot of male folks and also the female folks that cared given out the boss talking about how terrible it is and how heartbreaking it is for somebody to actually put somebody through this and it's a very sad one that this one this person it actually cost this person's life there are so many others that we yeah, that ended up in jail for being falsely accused of rape and others now now kevin others is one person that made a, a trend that 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 so much spoke out my heart and i want to read this this trend for you guys now this trend he said this is a young man with promise suffering from mental health issues trying to be good as much as he could a group of vile bitter seeking supposed justice under a backdrop of deep hatred for men finally broke him i hope you all are happy this the issue here is how we as a society approach and address issue of sexual misconduct sexual assault and the false accusations that are possible in these things are we going to continue with the madness of belief all women like all like he said we all hope that this is an opportunity for us to start a different conversation a different civil conversation civilized conversation on how on how to approach these sensitive issues sexual assault and misconduct is evil but we need to start treating it like a society with due process law and order we are not barbarians we can't keep fanning the embers of this madness of shutting down every avenue for giving accused men the opportunity to tell their own side of the story even murderers are given fair trial that is what differentiates us from animals this jungle justice culture needs to end and this is a wake-up call for we men We've, we've witnessed the, the drama on Nigerian Twitter regarding sexual assault stories. Sometimes the goal isn't seeking true truth and justice for victims. Sometimes it is simply tearing down Iman. Iman down is victory is a victory for feminism on Twitter. Stand with your fellow man when the when the usual mob come comes baying for his blood. Tomorrow might be your own turn. But if it has been sufficiently proven or you're convinced by the evidence out there that he is guilty, throw him out of the dogs to the dogs to face 
to face punishment. This is what sane men do. We are not standing up for rapists and we are not also standing up for kangaroo trial and jungle justice. If this common sense approach makes us rape apologists, so be it. We can't succumb to the hateful mob who have affirmed their hatred for us over and over again on Twitter. I hope Izu's death is a reset button. Stand for justice, the right form of justice. You will be, be, be called names, but at least you are standing for what you genuinely believe and not joining the, bad, the bank wagon. I pray his soul rest in peace and his death is not in vain. Yes, I, this is actually heartbreak, heartbreaking that a lot, a lot of people have been accused wrongly for rape. And yes, a lot of people are raping people and they need to face the judgment. But I think it's, it's, it's high time we all do this thing the right way and not just jump in and accuse anybody we see without having a clear evidence that this person actually does this. And I don't even think that somebody should come on Twitter to tell us that somebody raped him or raped her. If you were being raped, I think you should go to court and call out this person in court and charge this person to court. And if you think that you can afford, you can afford um, to to go to court, then you come to us on Twitter. And then we can help you find justice or settle the matter. But you know, it's 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 a norm on Twitter that whenever somebody said that hey this guy raped me we don't know what the full story is everybody will jump on him and he's just about tearing down this guy and now this one cost somebody's life now i hope this is this is this this will spark up conversations on all over all over the world that we need to do this rightly we don't need to just accuse and batter anybody and generally some of the times when you do the black lash you do on twitter it's 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 actually bad it gets to people now yes Izu said that he has been facing mental issues for for mental issues for a while now he said that about it some years ago he tried to commit suicide but he has been trying to become better but now this thing now pushed him over the edge so we don't, you don't actually know the, the the mental stability of somebody so you can just go and go about savaging and blacklashing anybody you see wait for the right process if you are being raped go to court and let court take the judgment yes i want you guys to tell me what you think about this what, what, what do you guys think about this what is the best way to treat rape accusations what is the best way for us to handle rape accusations is the jungle justice and the black lash the best way and the most civilized way to handle rape rape, rape cases seeing what this actually costs it actually costs somebody's life so tell me what you think use the anchor voice and uh, message button to tell me what you think yes i'm waiting for your opinions Yes, keep sending in your thoughts about all of our stories, especially that one involving Izu, the young man who was falsely accused of rape and he committed suicide because he couldn't face the trauma of the blacklash he was he was getting on Nigerian on, on Nigerian Twitter. Now, moving away from that to on this other story we have here involving Kenya West. So Kenya West has been going crazy on Twitter. Kenya West Twitter has been on fire this last couple of days. So Kenya made series of of shocking tweets ranting about his wife Kim Kardashian and his family as a whole so in this tweet he talked about how kim kardashian has been trying to lock him up and he, he called her a white supremacist he claimed that he has been trying to divorce her ever since she cheated on him with mcmail 
Yes, he said he cheated on him with with McMill. Sad. So Kenya also referred to Kim Kardashian's mother, Chris Jenner, as Chris Jung Hong. You know the South Korean. I don't know if I got the, the pronunciation right, but you know what we're, we're talking about the South Korean Prime Minister who is known for being cruel. Now, he said that could have came Kardashian and 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 her mother has, we have been trying to lock him up in into psychiatric treatment without his without his permission you know we all know that that Kenya has been facing the bipolar a mental issue so but but now we don't know if this tweet was actually bipolar talking or if it's or if Kenya was actually saying the truth so since this tweet broke a lot of people of, of course jumped on it and, and gave their own opinion especially the sarcasm of what Kenya called Chris Jenner now the Kim Kardashian came out to address this issue she, on, in, in, on her IG story. She talked about how her husband's bipolar disorder. Now she she urged us to 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 be to, to be to be compassionate as he battles as he battles this mental illness. You know, saying that whatever he's he, she's actually saying that whatever he's doing is being influenced by the mental illness bipolar now later Kanye West came and apologized to Kim and his family about his outburst on Twitter uh, and some people think that that those tweets were actually Kanye's Kanye saying the truth and that the apology was just him being controlled by the Kardashians you know tell me what you think about this what did you follow the whole saga involving Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and his outburst and do you think that this thing was actually the truth that all the Kanye West said it was actually truth truth and that the whole apology was is the, the, the Kardashians trying to control him if this is what it is then it's just, it's a very sad thing so i want to hear your opinion use the anchor voice message button and tell me what you think yes so moving away from that story to this other story that we have here this is a very hilarious story this story got me laughing hard and shaking my head at the same time <laughs> you could imagine so this story said that george floyd was reburied in emo state now a clergyman a clergyman this clergyman pastor humble koro allegedly linked the late George Floyd to Umbaise. Now, according to the pastor, he said that I have traced the ancestral roots of George Obina Floyd. He actually gave him an Igbo name. He said he traced the roots of George Obina Floyd to Omar Four Kindred in Obuku Obibi Abo Mbise in Imo State. Now, in this post, you could see that a whole barrier was done for him. Now, he was reburied in Ibise. You see that a an artwork a design was was done for him the design here i can see it he said gone so soon r.i.p george obina floyd <laughs> Um, 1973 to 2020, Kotesti Pastor Humble Okoro, in conjunction with the entire Omo for Kindred, Obuku Obibi Nguru Abo Mbise, Imo State, Nigeria. There are a lot of people just kept. It's, I just kept laughing hard about this. Like, I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know. It's possible though, but I don't know what this. I don't know. Okay, I want to know what you guys think about this. Do you think George Floyd is actually from BC and that this pastor is right that and he we should give him accolades for doing this and retracing him to 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 MBC and getting to bury him with his ancestors. So tell me what you think about this story. Use the anchor voice message button and tell me what you think about this story. Yes.
yes keep giving me your your opinions about all of our stories that we've shared use the anchor voice message button to tell me what you think i'm really glad to hear what you think about all our stories now moving away from all our stories to this story we have here involving beyonce my very own queen beyonce now there there was there was so much talk about so much talk and admiration about beyonce on twitter yesterday and this was because after one year of her dropping her album which had a lot of our african faves you know whiskey and the rest it was savage and most of my faves on it she's now releasing her own new theme called black is king now hashtag black is king was trending on twitter on the day of the film's release which was yesterday now to mark the arrival of black is king beyonce dropped the music video for the track in her last album already fit featuring shatawale and major laser now the video of brown skin girl with my very own whiskey also dropped even saw the, the video of the, the song she had with yimela they also dropping now in the video of in the video, the video i saw the video with shatawale we could see beyonce queen b doing some leg work and some of our african and nigerian dance moves which i think was so beautiful now black is king is already out there have you seen it i want you to I want you to tell me what you think about it and it's really beautiful that beyonce has always right from time been supporting the black community been uplifting the black community taking making the black community to be seen in the whole world so have you seen the black 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 is king movie tell me what you think about it i'm yet to see it but if i see it definitely i'm going to tell you guys what i think about it yes now moving away from that story back to Nigeria here talking about the big brother Nigeria which has apparently taken over our everyday Twitter trend and which has been very frustrating for me personally because I'm not watching the show it's, it's sad I, I love the show but I don't, I don't have a place to watch it it's a very sad thing now a lot of people are seeing this show and it's it's the most popular reality, reality, reality show now so according to this story here a prophet is threatening to shut down BB Niger with his spiritual capabilities. So this prophet, Prophet Ebele Nachuku, is telling the federal government to shut down the show now or he will shut it down with his spiritual capabilities. So what are your thoughts? Do you think that that the that okay now the prophet is not actually the first person to say that the TV show should be shut down. A lot of people has, have come out to say that the TV should be shut down, especially that now that we are under a pandemic. So, but I want to know what you guys think. Do you think that this BB Nida should be shut down? And do you think that what the pastor said is that can, could actually happen? That he could you know shut down the show with his spiritual with his spiritual powers, shutting down BB Nida spiritually. I want to know what you guys think. Use the anchor voice message app and tell me what you think. So I will share. So I will know your own opinion. Yes. Now moving away from that story to this other story that we have here this story is a story of a video that went viral this week now i'm just seeing this video actually made my heart heavy actually honestly now it's a video of uh, showing a woman's reaction when her man confronted confronted her with the dna test proving that he's not the father of their two-year-old daughter now in this video the man wrapped the results like a gift and and gave it to her like kind of kind of a birthday gift or something now she kept on wrapping and wrapping and wrapping until she saw this result now she was extremely shocked now she was expecting a birthday gift or something but what she saw was the dna test 
now in this video she kept on asking the husband why why she waited for three why he waited for two years before he did this why now like why today of all days a day to celebrate now then the man told her to get her things and leave the house with her daughter now since this video got went, went, got went viral there has been a lot of conversations on twitter about paternal fraud and how much we can trust how much you can trust a woman <coughs> sorry sorry the phrase fear woman i think i need to take a water now the phrase fear woman was trending oh my god i need to, I need to drink some water after this now the phrase fear woman was trending on, on twitter you know uh, 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 people were asking uh, people were asking what your reaction would be if you were to find yourself in this kind of situation and a, lot, a lot of people shared their thoughts something that the man was too uh, was too hard heartened for asking both of them to leave the house while some think that if the child is not yours there is no need for caring for her as seen she will only remind you of your of your wife's unfaithfulness so i want to know i want to ask you if you discover that your child is not yours well uh, uh, let's say that for you you give birth to children and you discover that one of your child is not yours will you say goodbye to both your child and your and and and, and the one your the and her mother or your wife or will you accommodate them and treat them as yours i want to i want you guys to tell me what you think about this story tell me what you think do you think the guy was too hard hearted or do you think he did the right thing or i want to also know what you would do send me send me a, a message through the anchor voice message button and tell me what you think yeah Yeah, this is the Niger Twitter Drive podcast. Now keep sending in your thoughts on all of our stories. Keep sending in your thoughts on all of our stories that we've shared so far. Use the voice out the voice message out the voice message button on Anchor to tell me what you think of all on all of our stories. I really want to hear what you think. Now moving to another story that we have here. Now this story is a very interesting one, and I'm happy about it. So you all know about the backup girl that went viral last year after her sex tape with her boyfriend surfaced online now she she got a scholarship to study abroad now dr la brown shared the good news on her twitter page saying that she has made scholarship payments for her for the girl to study abroad now i'm saying that she's going to leave like in a month's time or so now personally i I, I would say i'm excited about this you know when when this video went viral her face was was everywhere you know memes and one whatsapp everywhere facebook every social media platform her face where every was everywhere all over the country no i can't really imagine how she would be able to move on from this uh, that if she gets the opportunity to study again in nigeria seeing as she she was expelled so it's going to be difficult for her to school again in nigeria but even if she gets the opportunity how she will she move on from all this now some people thought that um thought that that this move of giving her a scholarship to study abroad was a very bad one some people thought that that she was used to chess clout something that is a very is is a very it's not a deserving scholarship that is just promoting immorality in fact i went under under a back foot a back and forth clapping with somebody on twitter concerning this story because i think that 
we all deserve a second chance now she did some things that 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 she was she's not proud of but if she has if she's been if somebody give her give her a second chance to to rebuild her life then i think it's, it's a very wonderful thing so but some people just came for me and i came for some people also concerning this story now moving over from that story to some other story that is the last story we have here before we wrap it up on this week episode of niger twitter drive podcast now you know sima has the, the pandemic has taken over all our activities about the school and everything has been on lockdown for a long while for more than four months maybe five months i think it's five months now yeah now four months actually so now we, there have been so many conversations on the need for us to resume school because school has been shut down i've been at home for for, for ages now and i think i want to go back to school so this week the the federal government gave um, had a meeting concerning the, our future concerning our schooling now they came out of the meeting and concluded that they are going to resume school on 4th of august now but the people the only people that are going to resume school are, is, are just the yx students you know so the school is just going to open for the yx students to write yx and nico so, but the rest of us are just still going to stay at home, probably lose the whole academic section. And I don't know what their plan is, probably us the resuming school next year. But I think it's, it's it, what we shouldn't risk our life um, in order to just be being quick to resume school and have a lot of people die. So, this was trending on Nigerian Twitter the 4th of August. So, people came out to say that they won't allow the final year students to come out and write, come and write their exams, people that are few but they will allow people the yx students to go and write their work but i think, I think i actually understand the reason why they allow the yx students to come and write their work 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 is not just about nigeria work is west africa so they need to act, act fast so this so nigeria will not be left behind so but generally i want to hear your own opinion what do you think about all of our stories both the story involving the bab babcock girl and this story involving the resumption of school tell me what you think and use the anchor voice message button to tell me what you think on all of our stories now i would say it has been a very sweet and exciting um, ride with you guys in this week episode of niger twitter drive podcast and for now i i want you guys to keep tab on us for next week too uh, 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 because we're going to release another episode of niger twitter drive podcast talking about the next trends that we're going to have on niger twitter drive on nigerian twitter next week so but for now i'll just i want to say au revoir thank you very much <laughs>